Hello to everyone and welcome to my first ever podcast. This will be the first podcast of a 10-part series on the subject of forgiveness. And in this particular podcast, we will be talking about what I call leaving the emotional cage. I will describe what the emotional cage is, how living this way deprives all of us of joy and happiness and contentment in our lives that each one of us deserve regardless of what's happened in the past. For the past six years, I've been conducting programs on the subject of forgiveness, and I go into prisons, religious institutions, spiritual centers, colleges, and when we begin the program, the very first thing that happens is I ask the audience a pretty deep question, and that is, When it comes to forgiveness, either forgiving others or forgiving ourselves, are there some emotional wounds from the past that you are willing to take ownership of and that you're willing to say, not only am I willing to take ownership of this, but I've been holding on to these emotions for X number of years. And by the way, it's very common for me to hear about people who have owned some negative emotional wounds from the past for decades I mean, decades, and that is a long time. When it comes to forgiving ourselves, some of the common feelings are guilt, shame, regret, remorse, just to name a few. When it comes to forgiving others, some of the words to describe those feelings would be anger, hate, bitterness, resentment, hostility, betrayal, and in many cases, even abandonment. My educated guest is that you can identify, you the listener can identify with several, if not most of these feelings. So the first thing I want you to know is that you're not the only one. You're not alone. In fact, you make up a majority of people living on this earth. So the first thing I want you to know and accept is that forgiving is not a feeling. It is a decision. And because it's a decision, Not forgiving, either ourselves or others, is also a decision. So when we choose not to forgive, we are choosing, we are making a decision to live with feelings that rob us of being fully in the present, 100%. And the truth is that you can't live in two places at one time successfully. So when a part of us lives in the past, especially the negative past, You know, it's like driving a six-cylinder car, but you're only running on two cylinders. You're just barely getting along. When you're not using all the power you have, the emotional power you have, then you're depriving yourself of peace and and joy and contentment in your lives that each one of us, regardless of the past, each one of us deserve. And when we decide to use all the power that we have as human beings we end up realizing a level of joy and peace and contentment that for some people they haven't felt for decades. And some people have never felt what it's like to wake up every day feeling emotionally free. I know that because I was one of those people. For 46 years, I myself lived with anger and hate and bitterness and resentment towards my own father. And, you know, in the In my deeper truth, I went on to understand really what was going on in my life. And the more I realized it, I realized that, in fact, I was living 
in my own emotional cage. And that prevented me from being emotionally free. Perhaps you're also one of those people. But here's the good news. The good news is that I will be your guide to take you to a place where you can unlock the cage and move forward in your life. Because the truth is, we as human beings, all of us, were never, ever intended to live with these feelings for the rest of our lives. But sadly, the majority of people in this world, you know, they go to their grave buried with these feelings because they never came to a place in their lives where they realized that there is not one single benefit living with anger and hate and bitterness and resentment and shame and regret and remorse for the rest of your life. We're going to talk about that in future podcast series, When is the Right Time to Leave That Emotional Cage? Some of you may remember, you know, Ben Franklin, the famous inventor, and Ben Franklin had a process where he would use a very simple process to make really important decisions. It's called the Ben Franklin Close. And if you've ever been in sales, um, you'll, you'll, you have heard about the Ben Franklin Close. And, you know, it's extremely simple, but very effective. And what it is, is, you know, that you simply take a piece of paper and you draw a line down the middle and you label two columns, the left side, the right side. And on the left side, you simply label the left side as advantages and the right side as disadvantages. And then what you do is you go to work writing down all the advantages on the left-hand side and disadvantages on the right-hand side. And then you look at what you've written down and make a decision. And the decision is which side wins, which side is more compelling and leading me into the right direction that I can make a healthy decision for myself that I won't go back on. So it was very effective and anyone can do that. And it really pragmatically puts this right in front of your eyes by looking and saying, hey, at the end of the day, is there really a benefit, any benefit, in me owning negative feelings? And uh, I think you'll be surprised at you know, how easy the answer will reveal itself. The other thing I want to tell you about uh, emotional wounds, and when I do my programs, I can tell you just from what I've heard over the past six years, and that is that a lot of these feelings, very strong feelings, happen at a very young age. And if we let these feelings continue, they become a part of us. They become a part of our psyche, uh, and they become a part of our soul. I want to give you an example. A psychologist attended one of my programs, 87 years old. He attended a program last year, and at the end of the program, we spent a couple of minutes chatting, and he confessed to me that he still hatred for his father that started when he was a little boy, seven or eight years old, and that he still has not come to a place of forgiveness, even though his father, of course, has been deceased for many, many years. And as surprising as this may sound, it's common to hear people talk about having an experience in their lives when they were really, really young that created some very deep emotional wounds in their heart. And some people have shared with me that these wounds go back decades and decades. And uh, just like this case, in many cases, we're talking about 30, 40, 50 years plus. And, you know, sometimes I just ask someone, uh, you know, why have you made a decision to hold on to these feelings for so long? Because again, 
Forgiving is not a feeling, it's a decision. So why have we decided to hold on to these feelings for so long? And occasionally I'll hear someone tell me, I don't know how to forgive. And when I hear that, I say to myself, there's a person who I can trust because they're taking ownership of their deepest emotional truth and they're willing to share that truth. And that's a person I can trust emotionally. You know, there's a saying that the truth will set you free, but I want to take it a step further than that. Taking 100% complete control of the truth and the willingness to make a decision to move forward, that's what will set you emotionally free. And that's what this podcast series is about. I will share with you in this 10-part series, in every detail, what you need to do to leave your own emotional cage. If you can look in the mirror and say, you know what, I might be living in an emotional cage. But it's going to require several things from you. And I want to talk to you about that. It's going to require, number one, to trust yourself. And I want to kind of explain that to you, what I mean by that. What I mean by that is to trust yourself means to allow yourself to be vulnerable to a deeper truth and understanding why you have these feelings to begin with. I'm going to explain in more detail in these future podcast series more about this, but I want to share something critically important to you right now before we go any further. And that is something that you might want to spend some time and think about. Holding others responsible for what they have done or said to us that has harmed us is different than holding others responsible for our feelings. It's two different things. So the question is, who is responsible for our feelings? That's number one. Number two, it's going to require you to do some things involving at least one other person. So it will require you to trust another individual and Be willing to share with them a part of you that, as human beings, we typically hide, repress, or ignore. And that doesn't allow us to be emotionally free. The other thing I want to tell you is that this cannot be a spouse. It must be a person outside of your immediate family. Even if the issues that you have is regarding a spouse or someone in your immediate family, which it often is, The person that you choose for support on this journey must be someone outside of your, what I call your offender circle, or your immediate family members. Number three, it will require you to follow the podcasts. And again, there's going to be 10 of them. So my commitment to you, if you follow all 10 and do what is asked, you will come to a moment in your life that you will be able to make what I refer to as an irrevocable, non-negotiable decision to let go of that part of you that you were never, ever supposed to live with the rest of your life. By the way, there is no such thing as I'll try because trying opens the door for failure. I'm not saying that you have to choose to forgive. What I'm saying is that you need to embrace each podcast Because just like a puzzle, each podcast will have more and more pieces of the puzzle. And eventually, it's going to allow you to see the bigger picture. It will allow you to make some important decisions. And it will take all 10 uh, podcasts to get there. If we were sitting in a circle right now, as we do typically in my classes, uh, we would do 
at the beginning of a class what's called a check-in and a check-out, where each person would say, I'm in. And that basically means that they're making a commitment, not only to themselves, but to others, that they are committed to the process. And so in this case, with a podcast, if you want to achieve your goals, whatever those goals might be, then you need to listen to each podcast. So here's what I want you to do, because accountability is extremely important. And you'll see that as we go along in future podcasts. So what I would like you to do, if you're hearing this podcast, and there's a few bells ringing in some of the things I've said so far, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to shoot me an email and just tell me two words. I'm in. If you're committed to moving forward from the past, if you're committed to letting go of that part of you, that has deprived you of being emotionally free, then allow someone else to hold you accountable. It's easy to break commitments when it's just us. It's easy to break promises when it's just about us. It's a little different when there's someone else who is willing and cares enough to hold you accountable. That can be very empowering and uh, it can be a catalyst in you being able to break free emotionally from the past. So I, uh, I want you to know that I'm willing to hold you accountable. And all that you really need to do on your end is to send me an email and just tell me two words. I'm in. That's it. Two words. I'm in. My email address is info at CorbinSeminars.com. Uh, that's info at C-O-R-B-I-N Seminars.com. It's all one word. The other thing that I will do in my podcast is I will address questions that each of you have. The questions may very well be answered in future podcasts, but the questions will be answered. So I want to thank each one of you for tuning in. I'm excited about this. Again, it's my first podcast, and I'm really excited about being able to share with you my knowledge and the knowledge of a lot of people who have been in my classes that, again, will allow you to come to a point and place in your life where you can make a non-negotiable, irrevocable decision to be emotionally free from the past. And regardless of what's happened, you deserve it. You deserve it. That's it for now. I'm Rob Corbin. And remember that every one of us, regardless of the past, deserve to be emotionally free moving forward. Because it's not the past that defines us as who we are as human beings. It's what we decide to do about it.